Today on Phenomena Nations. Only Holy Pain music in between uh, segments. Max discuss. That's me. I'm Max. I discuss the mysterious monoliths that have been appearing all over the world. And I also have a super deep discussion about how dumb and stupid and more eloquent word. How harmful these lockdowns are. Um, stick around for the rest of the show. Alright, what's up nation? Now before we get to the show, I'd just like to leave a little disclaimer for you um, about the content of the show. Now, when you hear me say things on here, I don't want you to take them as fact immediately. I want you to do your own research and I want you to decide what you think for yourself. And the only reason I'm saying this is because I'm no better than any mainstream news source out there if I tell you what to think. And I don't want to be like that. I want to be someone you can trust. So do your research if you want to learn more about a topic I've talked about and decide what you think for yourself. Anyway, let's get right to the show. Nation, you just tuned in to another episode of your favorite podcast, Phenomena Nations. Spewing the truth since 2018, I'm your host, Mac Prashet, and today, um, today we're going to be doing something, we're going to be, be, do, be, be uh, being a bit more fun today. We're going to be doing some fun stuff, we're uh, still going to have a bit of crovid, purposely said like that, C-R-O-V-I-D. Because it trips up the Instagram system. Uh, when I One time I wrote COVID-19 in my um, title for one of my episodes. And I posted a picture of it. Got flagged. Not like with a censorship thing. But like with a thing saying go to the Canada website for COVID-19. You know. So what we're going to be doing is not doing that. We're going to be writing with C-O-R-O-V-I-D. Not... The, uh, the actual word, so. Sorry about that, sorry about that. What does that do? I don't know what that does. Um, we got two articles we're gonna read. Some shorter articles, hopefully. Um, today. Oh, yeah, today is, uh, an entire Holy Pain episode. So all the music that we're playing in between segments is from the, (coughs) excuse me, French power metal band, Holy Pain. They're a really cool band. Um, you can get the rights to their first album for nothing because it's indep- it was an independent. The uh, second two albums, however, the second, the second and third ones were licensed, so you can't use those ones unless you like pay for it or something. However, we just don't we just don't have the money. So, but uh, still, the first album is dope. So. You know, we have a few good songs, eight of them to be exact, 
Um, what should we play? Which, what, which one should we play first? Let me go look. Let's see what we have here. Which one catches the eye? Oh, this is a really good one. We're going to listen to Holy Pain, No Regret um, from their album Last Sigh, their first album Last Sigh. Um, Holy Pain, No Regret, coming up next on Phenomena Nations. Alright, we're back, Nation. And we're going to be reading a fun little article um, that I found on the interwebs. Now, this is on Thrillist.com. There will be a link to it in the description. Um, it is entitled, High School Football Players Suspended for Running with Oreos Between Butt Cheeks. Yep. Let's, uh, let's not waste time. Let's just get right into this. The Oreo is a cookie that should be celebrated for all time. True. And at all occasions. For its vers versatility. For its dependability. For itself. That's true. That's true. But there are limits. This is one of those limits. 
In short, 10 high school fl football players have been suspended for running across a football field naked with Oreos perched between their buttocks, according to a report by the Rockport Register Star. We wish we could just move on now, but we recognize that, di that this deserves some explanation. Three students at Byron High School in Illinois, 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 were voluntarily participating in what is called is what what is being called the Oreo Run. After interviewing nearly thirty players and the coaching staff, the administration was determined that this wasn't a hazing incident. It's worth dwelling on that for a minute. These young men of their own volition decided that this was the best way to spend however long it takes to trot across the field with an Oreo wedge between, wedged about your posterior. <sighs> I'm sitting weird, so there's not a lot of breath in my lungs. There we go. That's better. We take any allegations like this very seriously, and we have a system in place to address it, Byron Superintendent. Buster Barton told the paper... This, these are the funniest names. But this had, this had nothing to do with hazing. Unquote. The Oreo run happened on October 26th. A day that shall live in infamy. But those in charge didn't find out until November 8th. Then, a letter had to be sent out to the parents of those involved. A document that included this incredible sentence. He admitted to running across the football field without his clothes while carrying an Oreo cookie between his buttocks. His <laughs> Possibly one of the resulting three game suspensions, the team suffered its only loss of the season at the Class 3A state championship, but it's for the individual players to decide whether walking among giants, sorry, we mean wedging a beloved American cookie, in their behinds was worth it. Quote, there was no there was no thought given to the football season, wins or losses, who are the stars and who's not. In this entire thing, unquote, volunteer assistant and former NFL player Sean Considine said, per the report, quote, it was dealt with using an iron fist and I will stand by all of it. Unquote. And that's the end of the article. So, ten dudes on a football team ran across the football field, uh, bear balls naked with Oreos between their butt cheeks. Sounds like a fun time, really, you know? I'd, uh, I'd love to get in on that. Run, run, run with a like, when I first saw saw this, like, I wouldn't want to get in on that. Actually, no, not even a little bit. It came out wrong. Really wrong. It's It would be funny. But I would, I would never. I, I don't think I'd ever get in on that. That came out wrong. I, no. No, that's, that's really gross, actually. They just, they just defaced Oreos. Which are probably, like, the second best cookie ever. Second best. What's your favorite cookie? I want to know. Email me.
Um, yeah, I don't know. That's kind of weird, actually. That that seems like the one of the weirdest. Um, what could you even call that? A prank? The one is the one what what one of the weirdest things a human could ever do. And I don't know why you would do it. It's funny. Definitely it's it's really funny. But why? Doesn't seem like there's like a like a like an explanation here. But I'm sure I'm sure there was a reason. It's probably it probably wasn't that good, but there was definitely a reason at some point about this. Hopefully. Like, like actually, though. Because that, cause that seems like a waste of time, actually, and effort. They just they, I, I'm pretty sure you would have been able to tell that you would have got suspended for that. But, but that's just me. You know, like, you know, you know I, I, um... They, like... That's funny. You know, like, that's... Uh, I don't think they, like, should have been punished for that. You know, like, that's just, that's just real funny. Like, you know, one time, uh, I know this dude. Um, kind of a cool dude, you know. I, I've met cooler, but... Um, the, so the teacher would call his name in class, and he's like, Yep, that's my name. And he would get, like, sent to the office and stuff for doing that. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Uh, but yeah, yeah, this is just, this, it, it, that, what I'm saying is, that's just funny. You let that go, you know. Like, it's just let people do, like, it's, it's not harming no one, is it? Like, I hope not. It's harm those poor cookies. But, uh, other than that, it, it, it didn't mention nothing about no one getting hurt, so. I truly do not know. Truly do not know. Um, go, uh, go check out our Instagram, uh, at official underscore PNPN, um, on, on the Instagram and stuff, it, it, you can, like, look it up in our description or something, or go to anchor.fm slash PNPod, and there is a little button with the Instagram logo under the, under the, uh, description, and same with our YouTube channel, you can just do a little clicky-poo, and then go to our Instagram and YouTube page, so, mm-hmm, do, 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 do that, um, you know, I think we're going to be putting a song in between every single segment today, what should we play next, you guys want to hear a seven-minute song? Um, seven minutes and nine seconds, just in case you want to skip over it. But it, we're playing a seven minute and nine second song by Holy Pain. This one's called uh, The Believer, off their first album, Last Sigh. Um, coming up next on Phenomena Nations. Stick around. Yo.
That song, I noticed that song uses the exact same, almost the exact same riff as it does in the song Nuclear, also by them, and we'll be playing that next at the end of this segment so you can hear it. At the beginning of that song, early in that song, they were using the uh, same riff as they were using in um, Nuclear, another song by them which is going to be played next after this segment. Um, i got another article for you um, from mirror.co.uk. Uh, Utah monolith mystery deepens as object... Ob- oh, someone's talking about supper. Object disappears just days after being found. Um, so if you don't know, there's been a... There's like this monolith thing. It was like a... It's kind of like this big kind of triangle, triangular prism sticking out of the ground in the Utah desert. I will um, post a picture of it, um, just so you know. But it's really cool, actually. Um, oh, excuse me. Um, the subtitle goes, The structure believed to be man-made was approximately 12 feet tall, planted deep in the ground, and made of shiny metal. Setting it off from the red rock around it, it has mysteriously disappeared. Okay, and we're just going to go into the thing now. We will leave a link to this article as well. A mysterious monolith that was discovered in the Utah desert, leaving onlookers baffled, has disappeared. The object was originally spotted on November 18th by state officials who were helping to count sheep from a helicopter. There have been a few theories as to what it could be, what it could mean, but none of them have been confirmed. The structure believed to be man-made was approximately 12 feet tall, planted deep in the ground, and made of shiny metal, setting it out from the red rock around it. But, just as mysteriously as it was found, it has now disappeared. Officials have said its removal had nothing to do with them and could instead be to an, down to an unknown party. I will also post a picture of after it was stolen. Um, let me just take a screenshot of that. There we go. Um, the Utah Bureau of Land Management said in a statement, quote, We have received credible reports that the illegally installed structure, referred to as the monolith, has been removed from the Bureau of Land Management public lands by an unknown party, unquote. Oh, is, is that it? Oh, no. It's, uh, it's loading, so... One second. All right, it loaded. Um, the BLM, which is the Bureau of Land Management, not Black Lives Matter, said the structure, which, which it described as private property, had been removed by a person or group on the evening of November 27th. It added to it added that any criminal investigation would be handled by the local sheriff's office. The exact whereabouts of the monolith was never disclosed by officials, but internet sleuths sleuths uh, quickly pinpointed its precise location, leading to a number of intrepid in, intrepid sightseers making the difficult journey to see it. One of those, Matt Misbach. 
told the PA News Agency he arrived early on November 28th to discover it had already gone. He said, quote, I got there early Saturday morning. When I arrived, there were two young men still in their sleeping bags camping at the site. They got there at 2 a.m. that morning. The monolith was gone when they arrived, unquote. He said other observers told him the monolith had still been there the previous evening. The metal obelisk had, had been embedded into the red earth. Helicopter pilot Brett Hutchings, who was among the party that discovered it, described it as, quote, about the strangest thing that I've ever come across out there in all my years of flying, unquote. He told local news channel KSL-TV his best guess that what it was by, it was put there by a new wave artist or a fan of 2001 A Space Odyssey. And that is the end of the article, and we will leave a link to that. Um, I don't know, it totally, totally could have been, um, um, totally could have been aliens. The, uh, the, the government did deny that it was space aliens, but can you really trust the government? If you go back to last episode, we talk about medical assistance in dying made the new law, the amendment of the, the uh, they're amending a law, and, uh, well, you go listen to that. It's the, I believe it's the last real segment of the episode, but, um, you go listen to that and you tell me, um, what do you think? What do you think? Who do you think put it there? I'll, I'll post a picture up on the Instagrams for you guys, um, before it was, while it was there, and after it was there, and I'll, t I'll, I'll let you decide, um, if you have anything, uh, any sort of further investigation that I missed, please send it in, uh, I, I'm totally into reading articles on my podcasts and stuff, um, yeah, again, tell us what you think. You can email me at pachettemax111 at gmail.com. That's in the description if you want to go find it. Um, what else is there? Uh, yeah, I think that's it. That's pretty crazy, actually, though. Um, have you ever been, like... like that's It's a really weird thing to look at, actually. Um... I'm just looking at it right now. It's just a shiny, big old shiny metal triangular prism right there in the desert. And it just got removed just overnight. Huh. I'll be honest, I, there's no way I, I would be able to even think about trying to figure out what the actual what it actually was and it could be just as simple as some artist putting it out in the desert but why or it could be aliens that's what i think aliens uh yeah they could have put it there could be they injected our earth with some sort of alien babies yeah I don't know. I I could I couldn't tell you. I could not tell you for the life of me. 
Um, but, you know. Anyway, uh, song. We're going to play a song for you. This next one is called Nuclear by Holy Pain. If you will listen closely, I mentioned at the beginning of the segment here, the the riff they use in The Believer is the is almost the exact same as the one they used in Nuclear. So um, you're going to want to stick around to hear that song. Um, I'm just going to be leaving the link to the entire uh uh, album it makes it a lot easier for me than um, looking up the license and copying and pasting all the links and stuff this way I just post the uh, album and then everyone gets to go check it out and stuff because it's a really good album and I definitely um, recommend checking out holy pain um, on any sort of whatever you use to Google Google look up stuff Firefox it Safari it um, anyway, Nuclear by Holy Pain, right now, on Phenomena Nations. Again, l- listen to the riff.
All right, Nation, we're back. Hmm. My cat's here again. He's just laying on me. As per the usual, as per the norm, or however you would pronounce that. Um, I believe last segment we read an article uh, about a monolith in the Utah desert. And now, as I'm recording this, something new has come up about this. Specific, um... We're going to be reading another thing from the from the Guardian. Uh, yeah, it's uh, about another monolith appearing on, in California. So, it's uh, the article is entitled "New Mystery Metal Monolith Appears on a California Mountaintop." A new mystery metal monolith has appeared atop a, cal cal uh, a mountain in California just a week after a similar structure captured the imagination of the world when it was discovered in the deserts of Utah before being taken down and disappeared. The local newspaper in the small town of... Oh, damn it. As Atascadero, on the central California coast reported that the silvery column had been found atop Pine Mountain where dozens of local hikers made it to the made the trip to view it and post their pictures on the internet. Quote, the three-sided obelisk the three-sided obelisk appeared to be made of stainless steel 10 feet tall and 18 inches wide. The object was welded together at every corner at each corner with rivets attaching the side panels to a likely steel frame inside, the, uh, unquote, the Ad Atascadero News reported. Breaking news, there is a, there is currently a monolith at the top of Pine Mountain and Ad Atascadero. Unlike its Utah sibling, which, it, which was firmly mounted in the rocks where it was found, the, uh, the Atascadero, I'm probably pronouncing that wrong, but I'm just going to say it like that. Monolith was pr was apparently a little wobbly, and the newspaper reported that it might be possible to push it over. The Utah Monolith was first spotted on, eight on November 18th by state helicopter crews helping wildlife biologists count bighorn sheep. The object, about 11 feet tall and apparently made of stainless steel, soon attracted hundreds of curious onlookers to its location as its frame spread around the globe. As its fame, not its frame, its fame. Its creator remains a mystery, though a subject of much speculation. As does the identity of its destroyers after eyewitnesses capture, ca captured its removal Friday night by a group of four men who reportedly walked off with it walked off with the pieces with one of them saying leave no trace according to the new york times the atascadero monolith is not the first copycat of the utah original amid mounting international attention of the mystery a similar structure was reported reportedly found in the mountains of romania wow Um, so we're going to be leaving a link to that, uh, article. 
You know what I find weird? Um, if I'm not mistaken, they've also found the other one counting sheep from a, uh, from a helicopter. Could that be a coincidence, or is that there, uh, is that, does that mean something? That's some good water in there. I don't know. It, this seems a little bit weird to me because um, there's the one in Romania. Um, I'm going to leave it at that. I'm going to leave it with the California and Utah ones. You guys can go do a little bit of research yourself um, if you want. But still, I find it a bit weird that they were found... My cat is here. Uh, in the same manner... In a helicopter, I believe counting sheep. Bighorn sheep. They were counting there. But the other one, I, th I believe it was sheep. I could be wrong. You guys listened to it. Um, I didn't. So. Um, yeah. Uh, could it be aliens? Could be. Um, I don't know. It seems. It could, could just be pranksters. But. Not only has it spanned over two states, it's also in Romania. I've also... I, I think it's kind of weird, actually. Why are these things popping up? I'll never talk about that in school. Talk about you know, worthless stuff, you know, like how, uh, how good masks are and stuff. <laughs> but, you know, uh, still, still it's pretty cool stuff. Uh, do a little bit of research on your own if you want to learn more about it. We're, uh, we're kind of stopping there for you guys. You you can, uh, I would definitely do, I would do, I, I want to do a bit more of my, my own research and hopefully I'll have more about it on my following podcasts. But, um, yeah, for now, for now that's where we're going to leave it. Unless there's a big discovery bef in the week before I put out a new podcast. Um, what song, what song should we play? I don't know yet, but, uh, I don't know. What do you guys think of the monoliths? What do you think, um, what do you think put them there? Why do you think they were put there? And what do you think they are? Is it some sort of beacon? Is it just some sort of art project created by one of them? They're hipster types. Or uh, is it some sort of government experiment? Yeah. Let us know. Uh, you can you can email us and we will read your comment. You can be called whatever you want. You just say, I want to be, my name is this, but I want to be called this. Or you could just say, call me this. You know, or whatever. doesn't matter. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I think it's very weird what's happening. And it, like I said, it's happening all over the world. Could it just be a bunch of pranksters around the world? Someone picked it up and started doing it. Could be. But I don't know. I have a feeling that this is weird. This is kind of different. However, um, who am I to say, you know? Like, I'm no one special. But anyway, uh, what song should we play? Well, it's obviously going to be a song by Holy Pain. We're going to be playing a song called All Those Devils by Holy Pain. Um, they're 
Uh, I'm sure you guys have been listening for the entirety, but they're a French power metal band that formed in 2003 and put out three albums two year, um, six years apart. So uh, their first album, Last Sigh, was put out on... 2006 in 2006 independently and then the other two i believe i can't remember the name of the second one it was put but it was put out in 2008 and then their third album rebellion was put out in 2010 so in a six-year span they released three albums they've been around since 2003 i'd imagine they're broken up at this point since they haven't produced anything in a decade. However, I don't know. I, 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 I really don't. But anyway, All Those Devils by Holy Pain coming up next on Phenomena Nations. Stick around for that. It's going to be it's going to be a good time.
Alright, we're back, Nation, and before we go any further, I would just like to apologize for the last episode. Um, when I read, there was a letter from Randy Hoback about, uh, MAID, Medical Assistance in Dying, and I misread it, and I misinterpreted it, and I apologize for that. I fixed it in the episode, so, yeah. I think this may be, I think this is going to be our only COVID talk segment today. Keep it lighter today, you know, but still get some information out there. Um, I did a little bit of research on that dude who was uh, talking about the COVID tests. I believe that was last episode. Go check that out. He was discussing what a um, COVID test actually does. And I couldn't figure out his name. It was... Um, Michael Yeadon. I, I didn't know if it was Yadon or Yeadon or something. Yeadon. Yeadon. Michael Yeadon. Who, he was also the former vice president of Pfizer um, vaccination, vaccines. The one that's making the COVID vaccine uh, former. And I don't know why, but I would, I would bet money on it that he felt what they were doing was wrong. Don't fact check me on that, but I don't know. Do your own research on this one. Um, but yeah, anyway, uh, so there's just a few things that I need to discuss about COVID. Um, lockdowns. They're not good. I don't know how many times I have to explain this. Well, I guess, like, I'm not really the most famous podcast in the world, so that's kind of that's kind of a thing. Tell your friends about the podcast, but, um, here is the, I'm going to give you some facts, okay? I hate it when I do this. I, like, talk, like, wetly. Can you hear that? I don't know. I, I don't know if you guys can hear it, but I hate the sound of it. Swish around some water. Hopefully they get rid of it. But Anyway. Um, a little less than 7%. This is in the US. Um, just as a given uh, model. A little under 7% of uh, people aged 19 to 24, 25, I believe, contemplated suicide in a, 12, in a given 12-month period in any given year in the US after lockdowns that same age group grew to 25.5 give or take in a one month period did you uh, I'm not sure if you heard but you probably didn't um, there was an 11 year old that committed suicide and the believed cause was um, depression from the lockdown Just, just imagine that. It's especially, so, nonverbal communication is one of the biggest things, especially for younger uh, kids, babies, uh, um, younger kids, toddlers, five-year-olds, so on and so forth. We're raising an entire generation of kids that won't be able to clearly see their mother's face or their father's face because of their 
They have a mask on. We're, we're, we're raising an entire generation of children that are being taught to be afraid of each other, to be suspicious of one another. Being taught that having fun means you're killing grandma. That you can't, if you have a friend over, you're going to end up killing someone. Does that sound, does that sound right to you? No, it doesn't. It does And if it does sound right to you, you gotta seriously relook your thinking because this is, this is not an amazing, that's not a good thing. Imagine if you never saw your mother, you barely saw your mother's face when you were an infant. Do you know how messed up you'd be? If you were taught to, to be suspicious of your friends, to not, to be taught that hanging out with your friends is gonna kill someone. You, you were never taught that. I'm only 14 and I know that. Not only are we raising a generation of kids that's going to be afraid of one another, being taught that being afraid of your friends is the right thing to do, we're also being taught that... No, not being taught. This is a thing. That what's happening... Is it's necessary, quote unquote, according to the powers that be, to keep grandma locked up in her room, otherwise she's gonna die. Do you know how many elderly people have died from social isolation? I isolation? We knew it was a bad thing before, but now you see the number skyrocketing. Not because of COVID. Well, actually, it isn't because of COVID, but not from COVID. It, it's it's a result of the lockdowns. Um, two episodes ago, I believe it was... Wait, oh, excuse me. Yeah, two episodes ago, we read a story from Rebel News um, about a 90-year-old woman who chose to um, have a medically-assisted death after she heard there was going to be another lockdown. Does that doesn't sound right, does it? Think of all the excess deaths we're gonna have in America. It's uh, the CDC predicted, give or take a hundred thousand excess deaths from non-COVID, non-COVID deaths, and those are from um, delayed care for non-essential medical services cardiovascular deaths, cancer. Do you know how many people's cancer treatment was delayed or not given at all? Thousands, tens of thousands. They... Um, I, 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 sorry, I just got a text. Tens of thousands of people are dying from not getting medical care they need because of lockdowns and curfews and stuff like that. I don't know. No one's going to no one is going to stand up but you. We need to rise up. I know number 1 listener Wes, um he's been doing some good stuff lately with uh protests. Rock on, man. But um 
let me let me give you an example. In Saskatoon, Saskatchewan, um, there was a protest. All right, um, of an an, an anti lockdown protest. And before we go any further, I've said this before on my podcast, but just in case you're a new listener, here at Phenomena Nations, we are not anti-maskers. I myself am, um, for myself, not for everyone else. I'm a pro-choice masker. I don't want to wear a mask. I'm a pro-choice masker because I don't want to wear a mask. I think it's your choice. If you want to wear a mask, go right ahead. You want to deprive yourself of oxygen, have fun. I don't care. But I just want the common decency for me hearing your opinion day and night, listening to only your opinion, your side of the story, all the time. I want your the respect to let me not wear a mask. Just get get out of here. I don't care. If you if you're afraid of me, keep your stupid six feet. Alright? I, I truly couldn't care less. But anyway, there was a large, massive, massive protest in uh, Saskatoon. I saw a video of it the other day. It happened on Saturday. Let me think. What day would it have been? Um, this, the day after last week's episode. Um, right after it came out. I don't know what day that is. Probably the 6th? I, I don't know. I'm wasting too much time. But, um, hundreds of people, I didn't count them, but it's pretty easy to tell there was hundreds of people there walking down the road with their signs and everything, and no one could find, uh, uh, there was, like, comments on the video of it, people couldn't find anything about it in the news except for one new, like, smaller news outlet that said there was a couple dozen people. Uh, protesting. <laughs> it was way more than a couple dozen. Mainstream media silencing us. They're uh, they're making it seem like our following isn't as big as it is. N- not not phenomenon nations, but uh, pro-choice mask and anti-lockdown. Think about this. With all the shutdowns, think and like the disruption of supply. Th- hundreds of thousands. Of kids from the according to the UN UNICEF uh, friggin I'm sure I'm pretty sure the CDC they all said hundreds of thousands of children are gonna suffer from starvation and poverty because of lockdowns and supply um, disruptions in the around the world I think it was millions around the world actually but like Hundreds of thousands in a given period. I I can't remember exactly what it was, but throughout the year, there's going to be hundreds of thousands, if not millions, of child deaths in excess um, from supply chain disruption and um, poverty and uh, starvation. Especially in third world countries, let's just think about that. Lockdowns in there. People there make what, $2 a day? If they don't get that two dollars, they're gonna be an e- in an even worse worse situation than they are at the current time. One instance that comes to mind is Malawi. They their uh, leader was trying to put in a lockdown, but the people rose up 
and said, no, we can't. Uh, they're one of the poorest countries in the world, by the way. Um, they, uh, they rose up and said, no, we're not doing this. They didn't have a lockdown. But people here are too stupid to realize this. Thousands, hundreds of thousands, millions of people are going to die from stupid causes that wouldn't have happened in, if, if, if it weren't for COVID. Someone whose life could have been extended 10, 20 years maybe gets a few months to three years now with cancer, say. Think about that. Do you really want to be the cause of that? You're saying we're killing people. You doomers out there. You're saying that I'm killing people. My group of people. No, you are. Look at what you've caused. Poverty has risen. Deaths have risen. Non-COVID deaths. I correct myself. Suicides. Drug and alcohol abuse. Um, domestic abuse. Lack of treatment, poverty, starvation, child death. All because you said you wouldn't do your research. Because you just went along with what the mainstream media said. Because you wouldn't look into it. The tests. That's another thing. The tests. They, According to Barbara Yaffe of the Ontario government, Dr. Barbara Yaffe... 50% of COVID tests are false positives. Alright, so that, let's cut cases in half. Let's give them 50 million this time. Let's give them a little bit of more leeway. Alright? So that's what... Uh, let's cut that in half. 25 million cases. Alright? Now, let's take what my, Dr. Michael Yeadon said, who seems to be a trustable, trustable guy former CEO of a vaccine company. He says that tests don't even look for an active or dormant virus. It looks for the RNA of a virus, which is ribonucleic acid, um, which is from the virus. It's when it breaks, breaks up and dies, or when it's alive as well. Um, which most people, most people beat the virus easy. It's m nothing more than a cold for most people. So, let's take that into consideration. W according to Michael Yeadon, um, uh, it doesn't even look for active or dormant virus. It looks for RNA of a virus, which could have been defeated within the uh, couple, last couple of weeks or in sometimes some cases a few months so i imagine like 2 or 3 months so if most people can fight off this virus let's cut that in let's cut that down to uh, another 25% all right so we had 45 uh 50 now let's cut that down by 75% um have to I have to put that in my calculator. Um, yeah, so... Give or take 12 million. Now, let's look that... Let's put 12 million, give or take. Um, 
12 million, one, two, of 7.6 billion. One second, I just gotta fix this. So, if we put that into the percentage calculator, 12 million of 7.6 billion, the virus, if we're just using what um, some reputable sources, according to you people, the doomers, according to, to them, now, let's see. Your in, the infectivity rate of your super deadly virus is 0.1578. Does that sound so as scary as you want it to be? Now, I'm telling you this. You will be greeting this with anger. Now, let me ask you let me ask you something. Why? I'm telling you that your virus Now, let's cut Let's cut um how many covid deaths? Covid deaths. <clears throat> oh, excuse me. Uh, my bad. 67.3 million cases. I was off by about 17 million. But still, it's probably... Let's give it a little bit. Uh, it's probably about 1.8... Point, no, 0.18%, give or take. You can do the math. So, and this is worldwide. Um, that's a tiny number compared with the world population, by the way. Recovered 43.2 million. That's a substantial amount. And deaths 1.54 million. Still, I apologize for getting the uh, cases wrong. 1.54 million. Let's see this. 1. of the world population. Dead. That's it? I'm telling you this. You're probably angry at me. Why? What? I don't hear anything. I'm telling you that your precious virus is not even as close to as deadly as you think it is. Now, let's cut these deaths down. Um, 25% of... Uh, 1.54 million. One, five, four, zero, 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 zero. Um, let's see here. Duh, stupid. One second. Oh, there we go. Ah, oh, stupid phone. Okay, uh, let's just see what it is. <sighs> 385,000 deaths worldwide. And when I say 25% are probably false positives, as long as well as the other 50%, I'm guessing it's way more than 25% of that um, uh, RNA stuff false. So, I figure it's way more than 75% false positives. But, I'm going to give you guys a little bit of leeway for you. Alright, now let's put that into the percentage calculator along with the world population. So, we have 
385,000, I think I said. 385,000. 385,000. That equals 0.005% of the world population. Does that sound right to you? Does that sound like what they're pushing? No, because you won't listen. Not not you guys who agree with me. I'm sorry if you took it that way. But this is a really long segment, but still. But still. <sighs> yeah. So it's not even as close to as bad as you think it is. Um, Alright, nation. We're just going to go to uh, another song. We're just, uh, let's see. Let's check my files to see what song we have for you. Holy pain. We played No Regret, Nuclear, My Biggest. I don't think I played My Biggest Fight yet. So we're going to play uh, My Biggest Fight by Holy Pain. They are a French power metal band. And they're pretty awesome. So... Uh, that's coming up next on Phenomena Nations, Holy Pain, My Biggest Fight. Stick around for that, and we'll be right back.
Yeah, sorry. It's in my throat. Uh, sorry about that. Um, oh, sorry, my microphone. I said last segment would be my final COVID segment of the episode, but that's just not going to do. I didn't even mention vaccine. So, let's start off with... Let's start off with something other than the vaccine, though. Um, protests. I, I ate a piece of popcorn, and it went in my in my nose, and it's kind of in my throat a little bit. It scratched. But anyway, um, protests. You see all these comments on videos of protests and stuff. The doomers are, uh, they always say stuff like, the, this is the, these are why the cases are spiking. These are going to be the first people to get t- tested. The reason why 1,600 new COVID, ca- COVID cases because of a protest. Um, first of all, no. And I'll explain to you why. Oh, sorry. Why do, why after a protest is there, is it not because of the protest there's a spike? I'll tell you right now. Because the large majority of the of those people at the rallies and stuff um, will, will not, well, they realize what I realize. The test is 75%, give or take, um, false, positives. And the large, and I mean large majority, probably like, oh, excuse me. It was a burp. About 98%, 99% of the people there will not get a COVID test. Now, the people who are getting the COVID test are the people that are afraid. Now, the COVID, the counter-argument I hear from doomers is, well, they're going to the stores after they do that. Well, you should if you're so afraid of it, why are you at the stores? And shouldn't your um, PPE protect you, your mask and stuff? There's a little something wrong with that, is there not? Now, oh, damn it. My microphone cable sucks. I need to get a new one. They're like 12 bucks. Oh, yeah, I just remember my friend John gave me 40 bucks. Anyway, so, yeah, so that's, uh, that's one thing. Uh, COVID vaccine. Uh, I know a lot of you out there are going to be refusing the, uh, COVID vaccine, but here's how to properly decline to legally decline a vaccine do not do not refuse a vaccine otherwise you'll be considered belligerent instead ask does it have mrc-5 or mrc5 they all do but that is aborted fna sorry aborted fetal cells dna and other dna if it contains it, you have the right to decline. Same with, is there a possibility of a laterogenic reaction, an adverse reaction caused by multiple compounds or drugs interacting with each other from the vaccine? They all do. If the When the doctor says, yes, it does, you have your get-out-of-vaccine-free card. Thank, for, thank the doctor for their offer and walk away. Now, why should you be declining the vaccine? Other than they're... Other than they're pushing it, they're they're saying, 
you may not be able to, I'm not even kidding. You might not be able to go to school if you don't get a COVID vaccine. You might not be able to go into hospitals and stuff and long-term care homes without a mask or something if you don't get a vaccine. Public transit, you might not be able to use. Pfizer CEO is not certain whether someone can transmit COVID-19 after the vaccination. Um, according to Michael Yeadon, former head of Pfizer Research, we talked about him last segment, says the vaccine can make females infertile. No one during this pandemic has said anything about changing poor eating ha- habits, getting enough sunlight, zinc, vitamin C, vitamin D3, turmeric, colloidal... Col- Sorry, uh, silver, silver, um, colloidal silver, iodine, a healthy lifestyle. Why, what about that? That should be, uh, that should be, you know, a little bit, uh, a little bit of a thing they should be pushing. There's a World War II veteran that beats COVID and it marks his 104th birthday from the New York Post. That's an article. Um, what was the other one? Oh, yeah, here. Okay, so rapid eight-month tested vaccine. All right, sounds like a miracle, right? No. How about this? All right. And let me just remind you of another um, rapidly tested drug that was put out. Thalidomide was a rapidly approved drug um, introduced in 1957 to counteract nausea and insomnia in pregnant women. So, like, morning sickness and stuff, basically. It was marketed in 50 countries countries before being withdrawn in 1962 due to malformations in newborns. So, deformations in newborns. So, I actually have met more than one person um, whose mother use thalidomide uh, when they were pregnant with the child and either um, there's chan- there was a chance of having uh, stumpy arms but a lot of it is just uh, stumpy fingers like uh, either less fingers than you should have or like little tiny fingers you know um, that was a caused by um, freaking a rapidly tested and approved drug. Justin Trudeau, leader of Canada, Prime Minister, Prime Minister, be, you know, uh, all uh, professional and stuff, he um, is saying that people can get uh, a shot within next week, even though Health Canada has not fully approved it yet. Um, what else? <laughs> oh yeah, I saw this funny meme. And, uh, so you're trying to tell me that Trump is the Nazi, but you're going to lock me in my house, take my guns, and censor what I say? And then it's Joe Biden saying, bingo. <laughs> it's pretty funny, actually. But, um, yeah, there... Just a few examples of rapidly... Just an example of rapidly approved drugs that, um... May not work, and have may... And, you know, thalidomide did its job amazing. However, the side effects were detrimental. Like, just imagine a vaccine so safe you have to be threatened 
to take it. From a vaccine, from a disease so deadly, you have to be tested to know you have it. Wow. Wow. Really. Huh. Oh, there was something that came to me. Oh, yeah. I'm not an anti-masker. I know. I know. I, I'm a pro-choice masker, but that's not what I said. I'm not. I'm not an anti-vaxer. I I I have my shots. Really, I have one for polio. I think um, HPV, hepatitis. You know the deadly stuff, the not good stuff. But not for the flu. I don't get a flu shot. I'm not gonna get a COVID shot. They're not detrimental to my health if I ever did were to. You know, contract it. Last segment, you heard me describing the uh, uh, death rates and stuff. So I'm not that afraid. Maybe instead of this one size fits all um, lockdown, maybe we should focus on the specifically um, affected people, um, elderly people. And maybe let them do what they want to do in their last few years or days or months or weeks. Because there's a lot of them dying in social isolation, social isolation, not getting to see their grandkids. That's what gives them purpose. There was a quote, what, what gives a grandparent purpose is seeing their grandkid and giving them a hug. Think about that. Wow. I don't know. I wouldn't get that um, freaking vaccine if I were you, but anyway. I, I, I just can't. It's just people are being stupid. Anyway, um, up next we're going to be playing a instrumental by holy pain just uh called holy pain's world up next on phenomena nations um yeah don't get that vaccine it doesn't seem rapidly tested drugs don't typically come out good and i wouldn't take i wouldn't test it um if i were you anyway holy pain's world by holy pain on phenomena nations um right now check it out uh, stay around for the next segment. Party on.
Alright Nation, we're back. Um, final segment of the episode. Are you just sick and tired of just dumb people all around you, night and day? Why don't you read a book? You know, a really good book I just read was The Hunger Games. I read it for school, for like a class book project. It was probably one of the greatest books I've ever ever read um along with the tales from the gas station series um compare that to the to the hunger games uh it's still tales from the gas station i like more but the hunger games is an exceptional book written by suzanne collins nothing like the movie in fact in my humble opinion the movie sucks dick I hate that movie. There's a few things I did like about it, but the large majority of it compared to the book sucks. And I'm thinking, the whole time I'm sitting there watching the movie, I'm thinking like, man, how can, how could people that didn't read the book follow along with any of this? Because I felt that they um, relied too much on the viewer actually having read the book and not just them watching a movie a movie for recreational purposes you know like one would do but but that does not take away from the book from the book's amazingness check it out yeah i'd spend the money on it if i were you 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 can usually find them at like a thrift store value village in around here always has some of them one of them at least just the first hunger games and there's like uh four in total the new one just came out this year which is pretty cool speaking of new books that are going to be uh dropping soon the new uh tales from the gas station i hope is i'm gonna come out soon let me google it um tales from the gas station you can talk way faster than you can type. And the gas station. I just wrote a... What is it? Um, what's it called? An essay. I just wrote an essay. Um, it's, uh, it was about... For school, obviously probably wouldn't write an essay on my own accord but it was about um teenagers and the effect that technology and social media has on them uh, yeah it, it was pretty good i think i haven't gotten a mark on it but i will let you know when i do it's a it's a pretty thorough essay i'd i i i'd imagine tales from the gas station Part four. Google that. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. I want to up. I want to update you guys on my personal life as much as I can. Not because it's weird or nothing. Just uh. Just because I like you guys. I like you. I think you're cool. I think you're cool. I think. I thank you guys for listening. Do my podcast and it, it's crazy. I I find it crazy. Um. How many people have listened to my podcast? 
about 6,200 plays right now. I'm not sure um, exactly how many, but let's look here. 62, 62 or 63 followers on my Instagram. I'm not sure if it updated, but it could be just straight up, uh, you know. Um, but yeah, 62 followers. That's a lot more than I would have guessed. I listen to my podcast, or not not listen to my podcast, but I don't know. But that's quite a bit of people in my eyes, anyway. A lot of people have a lot more than me, but I'm glad for the 63. I know there's more listeners for a fact, though. Um, there's at least a couple hundred, at least 250. Um, yeah, but I'm glad for you. I'm glad you guys listen to my podcast. I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have any other listener listenership. Um, I want to look at something right here. Um, huh? Let's see here. Where is it? It's getting closer. Here we go. Paw Patrol, episode six, one hundred and eighty-five plays. Plus, I did a rerun of it, so that means I just played it again because I didn't have anything else. So, 100 and 185, and the rerun got 24 plays, so that's 209 plays. That's the most I've ever had on a single episode. In total, you know, like, one of them had one... 85, one had two, 24, um, 24, just 24, not 224, cat, 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 but anyway, yeah, I think we're just gonna go play another Holy Pain song, we're gonna, just gonna sign off in the next segment, anyway, um, the next Holy Pain song is called The Ambassador of Death. Um, I think it was the opening track off the album, actually, uh, Last Sigh. Um, and then as the, instead of Jingle Bells this time, we're going to play, um, the title track off of their first album, Last Sigh. Um, but yeah, we're just gonna not do the Jingle Bells this episode. Um, yeah, anyway. The Ambassador of Death by Holy Pain. Stick around.
Alright, Nation, now it's time for the end of the episode. But, um, yeah. Anyway, a few things I want to go through. Check out the Tom Woods show and look up the COVID cult. That's one of his Tom Woods talks. T-O-M-W-O-O-D-S. Uh, what else? What else? What else? Five-star review. Tip preferably on Apple. However, it works anywhere. Um, send us if you have questions, comments, suggestions for future episode, or if you'd like to buy some ad space for any sort of thing ever, email me. Uh, if you want to send in a voice message, you can either email me one or go to anchor.fm or uh, no, there's a link to it about voice messages. You can send in a voice message. It's only a minute long for that one, but you can send in however long you want if you email an audio file to me. Um, what else? What else? What else? Merchandise for merchandise. Email me. I know there's always more. Um, Phenomena Nations Podcast Network in the description. Check out Holy Pain. By, uh, no, it's just Holy Pain, actually. That's the band. Um, I'll leave a link to the whole album instead of each individual song. It makes it a lot easier for me and probably a lot easier for you. Uh, I think that's it. Um, oh, yeah, if you want to join the Phenomena Nations Podcast Network, email me if you need tips on starting up a podcast or if you would like. Um, want tips on how to make your already existing podcast better you can email me about that too um, yeah anyway I've been Max Bichette oh wait, 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 wait we're gonna end this episode's gonna end not with Jingle Bells but with um, the title track off of Holy Pain's first album Last Sigh so L-A-S-T A-S-I G-H. Last sigh. So anyway, I've been Max Pichette of Phenomena Nations. Don't forget to say no to mandatory masks. And party on.
You just heard another episode of your favorite podcast, Phenomena Nations. Phenomena Nations podcast is a part of the Phenomena Nations podcast network, obviously. Some of the shows in the network include the Poisonous Podcast, How About That A, Timmy T Talks with Luke, and of course, Phenomena Nations. You can check out any one of those other podcasts. Links are in the description. Don't forget to leave a five-star review. And say no to mandatory masks. And party on.